Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Sports Matters. Without further ado, we have a special guest in studio, the Senior Director of Communications for the Los Angeles Rams, Artis Twyman. Artis, welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, joining us. Hey, I'm glad to be here, guys. Absolutely. So I know it's been so much excitement around the campus here, you know, as, as there was last year as well. We're just so excited to have you in, in studio and everything. I noticed that uh, you did your master's program at Middle Tennessee State. Yeah, sure did. Sure now, did. do you still follow any of their sports? Uh... I do. I do. I, I, I follow the Blue Raiders a lot uh, down at uh, Middle Tennessee State. And I went to undergraduate at, at Tennessee State Nashville, so I keep up with both of them. Yeah, I mean, they, their basketball program in the last couple of years has just been off the charts. Right, right, right. Yeah. They've really grown, and they... Uh, they're really competitive, for sure. I know Coach Kermit Davis has done an extraordinary job, and he's been there for what fifteen seasons. But the last couple seasons have been amazing. But they've been doing some damage in the NCAA yeah, tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they've they've been. Uh, you got to take notice of them. So hopefully they'll, they'll have some success again this year. Absolutely. My partner Matt, right over here. <laughs> he went to Arizona. Yeah, I went to Arizona. Basketball team there is everything. So it's a big thing. It's like you can't even get single game tickets anymore. Yeah. Like you have to be a season ticket holder. Um, but I have a question for you. Yeah. So as the director of communications, you have to deal with people a lot. What is the most effective way of managing people? Oh wow, that's a great question. Um, I think for me and in my experiences, the best way of doing it is. is to be honest and upfront, you know, I, I think people appreciate that uh, when you with them and you, and, and you tell them the truth, you tell them, give me your honest answer. Uh, uh, players, coaches, staff, I think everybody kind of appreciates that, and they kind of give that's a good measuring stick for them to say, okay, this is where I am, and this is where I need to be, or, or this is what I'm doing right, or this is what I'm doing wrong. So whenever I'm talking to players, or coaches, or staff, I try to be honest with my evaluation, and especially as it relates to media relations and that type of thing. Well, honesty is always the best policy. Right, right, right. Oh, indeed. Honesty is always the best policy. Now, I know you're kind of settled in. This is the second season here, but um, I, you've been with the Rams now since, what, 2003? 2003 was my first year with the Rams. And so, yeah, this will be my 14th season with wow. the team. Yeah, so you're right. Last year when we got on campus, it, it was our first season here. We were all over the place. We really didn't know. Uh, we didn't have a lay of the land. But this year it's a lot easier. Um it's a great setup, UCI. Uh, oh, so it is. Okay, yeah. I didn't know, uh, know what you all thought of the accommodations here. Oh I mean, no, no, it's, it's been awesome. The 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 hospitality of the university, uh, the, the living in, over here at Campus Village has been great. The fields have been great. So it's a it's, it's a great setup for us. And now without UCI having a, a football team, that's the one sports program they don't have. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. that's what I was I was thinking last year when I said, "Hey, we're going to UCI," but they don't have a football team. So <laughs> we, came out for a site, we came for a site visit. We saw the the, the soccer fields that they had they were pristine they looked great they said hey listen we could transfer these transform these into football fields pretty easily and uh, no it's been it's been awesome it's been great yeah I know we had some strange weather the last week but typically our weather is not like that I probably want to give you a little taste of St. Louis yeah it's, it's <laughs> funny and it, I, I've been teasing people out here uh, when I moved out here they say oh man it never rains out here in Southern California and then earlier this year we got the most rain ever and then they said oh it's never humid and this last week has been very humid <laughs> and they say but everyone blames me say hey you brought it here from St. Louis well in fact <laughs> last Tuesday's practice you know I saw like this, this big storm cloud come along and I haven't seen storm clouds in a really long 
long time and i'm thinking wow that's a storm cloud because that's storm gray the next thing you know you start seeing lightning and right after that they they just immediately uh ended practice which i don't blame them yeah exactly just because we have uh, a lot of the video guys who are on those metal lifts and the last thing you want is anyone to get injured out there uh during practice so as soon as we saw that lightning i don't think it was too far away a couple miles away we just ended it pretty quickly but you got to be enjoy living out here other than the record rainfall and the you know a little bit of a couple thunderstorms oh, here listen, the, it, it, the weather out here has <laughs> been awesome even even with the little humidity we have it's, it's, it's been it's been outstanding it's been great you can't you can't uh not like this weather out here it's been awesome so the move from st louis to los angeles i read that it took around like three months to get everyone's stuff but how you know mentally how long did it take you to adjust to living here well you know what the thing about it is last year it was really kind of whirlwind because you get out here and you try to get yourself set up professionally um los angeles the second largest media market in the country so it's a lot different than st louis so you're trying to kind of get your bearings and then at the same time you're trying to find a place to live uh as you guys probably knew it probably cost a little bit more to live out here in California. <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> st. Louis. so you're just trying to do that so it, it took a while but once we kind of you, you get your your feet on the ground and you start playing football training camp starts preseason starts regular season starts then you kind of get back in your routine and it's whether you're in st louis or los angeles wherever you kind of start doing the things that you always do once the season starts so it didn't take that long but once you got settled in it's been great i tell you what i'm really liking the energy this year you know more so i'm not you know no disrespect to last season last season's more or less you know you just moved here it seemed kind of chaotic and you know you're holding camp down to irvine and i think you're you had a few other games or camp somewhere else where you were you yeah. split camp was it a split camp last well, year well last year we were really nomadic i mean we were all over the place so when we got here we were in oxnard for our off that's season. it yeah, yeah. We we're in oxnard for our off-season uh training program and then we took a break and then we uh we came down here to irvine for training camp uh we had to stay down here six weeks because our our place in in thousand oaks up at cal lutheran it wasn't ready yet so we had to stay down here to right to the beginning of the season then we moved up to thousand oaks so we were all over the place uh last year but this year i'm really i'm like i said i i just seen you the last like three days in practice you know monday tuesday wednesday and uh i really like the vibe yeah i mean there's just there's just something about it something about this new coach and this vibe of the team that is just I don't know. It's maybe the new energy because yeah. you've been with the Rams since 2003. So you've been through a lot. Right. And, and exactly. I think whenever you have a new coaching change, you know, you're going to have new energy uh, uh, and that type of thing. But especially with, with Coach McVay, youngest head coach ever in, a, in football history. <laughs> he was 30 years old when we hired him. He's 31 now. So I see you, you're growing gray already. But uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, just with yeah. him and, and, and the culture that he's bringing, it's, it's been exciting. It's, it's uh, been invigorating. And one of the things that he always says, and you'll see it on some T-shirts that we have, his philosophy is we not me and so we're all in this thing together and i think a lot of the players coaches staff the entire organization have, have bought into that and so it's uh it's been exciting it's been exciting so we look forward to see what happens this season what's the realistic expectation for the rams well you know what i, I think every year you, you try the, the goal is try to win the division and, and go from there um I think we have not only with a new staff this year, but with like our quarterback Jared Goff, just another year. He's a little bit more comfortable uh, in being being in that position. And so it, you never know. I think I think the sky's the limit with this team. Um, we got a lot of talent on both sides of the football. 
good coaches on both sides of football. Coach McVay or Wayne Phillips, who's our oh, defensive yeah. coordinator. Oh, yeah. uh, a lot of experience there. So um, hopefully, hopefully we can turn this corner and get this thing going this year. I'll tell you what, that defense, I mean, last year that defense was the rock that really carried the team. Absolutely. You know, but I know that's part of the reason why they brought in Coach McVay is to really invigorate this offense. But just what I'm seeing so far, just with some of the additions they made, and especially, uh, you know, me being from Cincinnati, one of the big guys I really liked that did very well working with young quarterbacks was uh, Andrew Whitworth, Mm -hmm. their left tackle. Oh, yeah. I mean, he really helped out Andy Dalton when he was a rookie. He's like, look, he's our quarterback. I'm standing behind him. And they actually went to the playoffs five straight years. Yeah, yeah. And and, and, and have a guy like that, I mean, not only is he a good talent on the field, but he's good in the locker room. I mean, a great guy. Um, good for – we have a, uh, one of the younger teams in the NFL, so yes. good for our younger players. And so, yeah, you're right, Andrew Whitworth, he's, he, he's going to be really good for us this season. But behind the scenes – I see you everywhere. I mean, <laughs> you're like all over the field. You're you're taking care of things. You know, you're watching over the coach. And, and I mean, there's so much that goes on with your job. Is there yeah. any way give us a little, you know, tidbit of kind of what it is that you do? Yeah, we we, we're, we are running around a lot. But what we do, uh, mainly in our position, we are kind of like the middleman between the media and the organization. So whenever you see our players, uh, newspaper, radio, television, uh, our job is kind of filter and, and arrange and prepare our players and coaches for those interviews so um like i said we're in the second largest media market in the country so now it's a lot more running around yeah (laughs) i know it can seem overwhelming at times exactly but so yeah so you'll see us after practice just trying to make sure we secure players and coaches for media interviews and um and preparing those players hey listen this is what they're going to talk about uh just trying to make sure that they understand what the topics are going to be and um so yeah so 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 we're running around trying to get all that done after practice but that's one of our main things um we have a lot of other things that we do as far as we're in charge of photography and credentials and information for the team but uh basically if we're doing a good job with our media relations we're 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 doing we're doing what we want to do well they got you as a leader so you know they're doing something right nah, hey listen i'm <laughs> just trying to keep my head above water so hopefully we uh we're doing a decent job well it sounds like you got the experience though you've worked a few super bowls worked a few super bowls worked a few pro bowls and i'm telling you it's it's the super bowl is an amazing experience what happens is it's so the super bowl is so big that teams that don't make the playoffs or or are out of it they pull public relations people from different teams to work so i've oh, had wow. the, i've had the opportunity yeah. to work a couple and it's been an outstanding experience just to see everything that goes on uh to put on that event i mean it's just not the game it's the week before and all of the activities and uh that they have going on so it's it's amazing to see yep you know, also, too, I know so you started with the Rams in 2003. One of my favorite running backs was actually drafted by the Rams, Steven Jackson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's 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 a, a good friend of mine, and he's one of my favorite running backs, too. I mean, it's amazing. I remember when we drafted him and all the rookies, they fly in. And and when I remember he walked in our facility and he looked like a linebacker, not a running back. He was huge. But uh, yeah. I know he was huge, but he had the quickness. We had the absolutely. smarts. And, he, man, he hit those holes like – you yeah. wouldn't believe. Yep, yep. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, he he was definitely, and he he holds our record for the most rushing yards in team history. So he uh, he was one of the best that we've had. I really wanted him to see win a championship, but you know, it yeah. just uh, you yeah. know, it's you know, tough. It's, it's tough. so tough to win in the NFL, absolutely. as you know. Absolutely, you, absolutely. You know, we. I was just listening to you guys. You were just talking about this last segment about baseball and how long the baseball season is and how tough it is to win there. It's the same thing in a much shorter season, but. 
to 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 win games is, is tough. And I think the degree of difficulty is is so much more in the NFL because of the very little games that you play, and it's just a margin of error. Just it's just so thin. It could oh, be yeah. one little mistake, and that may cost you the game. Oh, yeah. Not only that, but the amount of injuries you stand throughout the entire season starts to build up. And it's it's a tough sport to play. Yeah, that's exactly. For sure. And and the teams you see that are more successful, you know, knock on wood, they 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 stay healthy. You know, the, the healthier you are, the better your chances are. But just like you said, with football, we have 16 regular season games. Baseball has 162. So, <laughs> Do the it, math. Yeah, so it's like if you lose one football game, that's like losing 10 baseball games. True. And so uh, so a two-game slide, if you lose two in a row, everybody's panicking. <laughs> <laughs> so I know you're a man that has many stories to tell. I'm just curious, like, what are some – inspirational stories you know along the way that you've experienced that you can share with us well you know what it, it, it's, it's funny a lot of people when I talk to them about working in the NFL it's oh man you get to watch the games you get to travel with the team and oh that is awesome and all that stuff is, is really good but the best thing about this job and, and like I said I've I worked for the Rams this would be my 14th season I worked for the Seahawks and the Texans before then uh, are the relationships that you make along the way uh, I've, I've had an opportunity to meet uh, a lot of great players, a lot of great coaches, and staff member fans that 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 I've had relationships that I'll probably have for the rest of my life. And so, it's plenty of those that you have. But it's not it's not all the games. The games are exciting. Uh, the, the travel and, and and working with a lot of the professional athletes, but the relationships that you make along the way is what you really remember. That's what you really take away from this thing. And that's it. I think that's it. And just in life in general, just, you know, as you're moving on with your career, it's all these you know wonderful people that you meet, these relationships that that you build. And, yeah, you know, yeah. and that's the most gratifying part of the job. Absolutely. I'll, I'll tell you a great story about a, a guy who just got inducted to the Hall of Fame, Kurt Warner. Oh, yes. Um, my first year with the Rams, uh, we were at training camp and we used to have training camp away from the uh, at, uh, West, uh, Eastern uh, Illinois University, uh, away from the facility. And this is my first time, and I was meeting the players, and I, I was trying to get a chance to uh, start a relationship with some of these guys. And it was after practice. It was hot, really much much more humid than it is here in Irvine. And, oh, indeed. And Kurt Warner was walking back to the dorms, uh, and I was, had a golf cart. So I said, oh, this is great. I could pick Kurt Warner up. Uh, you know, I could talk to him and kind of do him a favor. So I picked him up. And as we were driving, we were driving past these fans. And I said, hey, listen, man, we could zoom past these fans. I'll get you back to the dorm. He said, hey, you know what? It would really be helpful if you kind of drive me over there. And I'll sign just a couple of those things, then we'll get out of here. I said, okay, great. So I drive him over to the fans. And it's about maybe 300, 350 fans. And he is the last person out there. So it's not like it's other players. And he sat there and he signed every single autograph. Wow. I mean, we were there for another 45 minutes. And he sat there and signed and took pictures with everybody there and then after that he took off and it just kind of shows you the type of guy he was i mean this is after a two-hour practice it's hot he's tired but he knew how much it meant to those those fans uh there and so um yeah i'll always i'll always remember that you know i saw that on wednesday you know at the end of practice i was uh paying attention to that and i saw these kids like hey excuse me excuse me and i was one of the linebackers and he just stopped walked over and and signed every one of those little kids autograph i'm like man that just that just touched me yeah i was like that is really cool to see it's 
it makes a big difference. It makes a big difference, and, and it may not seem a lot right now, but you know that kid. I mean, I remember when I was a kid, and to get an autograph from a professional football player, man, that was that was big news. Oh, it's, it's huge! It's huge. So it, it means a lot. I mean, we, we appreciate all the fans that come out to training camp, and uh, I think the players appreciate it as well. Yeah, that must have been great too. So, were you, did you ever uh, did you get to see the ceremony? Uh, you know, I know, I know it's tough because you're busy. Yeah. So this, this year, I didn't get a chance to see the entire ceremony because we were practicing with the Chargers at StubHub while it was going. Oh, that's on. right. That was on Saturday. Yeah, that was on Saturday. Yeah. So, but I did get a chance to see because we had finished up and I was uh, we were watching it. So I did get a chance to see Kurt Warner's speech. It was great, but uh, those speeches are kind of long. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I, so we missed a lot of them. But I, I did get a chance to see Kurt Warner, and that was that was pretty special. Yeah, I know LT kind of stole the show there for a little bit for about 28 minutes. But yeah. the one guy I was, I was glad to see him make in the Hall of Fame, even though he didn't, he didn't have that long of a career, but he was very productive when he played, was Terrell Davis. It was pretty cool to see him yeah. you know, absolutely. get inducted in. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's one of the things you you, you think about when you know, criteria for getting in the Hall of Fame. Some, some of these guys, they may not play that long, but when they played, they were outstanding. And so... Uh, yeah, I'm glad to see see him get. And you think about it too, because you you've known Stephen Jackson. It's just you know, being a running back, it's it's such a brutal position to play right. because you're just getting pounded on by defensive linemen, the linebackers. You very rarely, when you do get out in the secondary, it's usually yeah. you're taking it to the house. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, that, and like you said, with Stephen Jackson, that's just the kind of running back we were just talking about how big yeah. he was, and so he he didn't really shy away from contact, and so you doing that for 10 years and it, it, it takes a toll it takes a toll for sure well I hope, hopefully he's enjoying retirement from the NFL and doing yeah. some fun stuff absolutely he was uh, in fact he was in town not too long ago I got a chance to catch up with him he's a native of Las, uh, Las Vegas oh so okay he's, yeah he's back home in Las Vegas and he's doing some things and I think uh I think, you know, not having to be here for training camp, he's not missing that at all. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Training camp's like boot camp, you know. Exactly. It's, exactly. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. So um, I have a question. For someone that wants to work, because I have a lot of, you know, young people who listen to this, someone who wants to work in the sports industry, what advice would you give them? That's that's a great that's a great question. Um, one thing I would tell them to do is kind of hone their writing skills. That's kind of what a lot of, as far as in public relations and media relations, you look for when you're hiring interns and people in entry-level positions because you do a lot of writing. We do a lot of news release writing, articles, feature stories for our game day magazine, articles for our website. And so uh, at that stage, you do a lot of writing. So when we look at people's resumes and we get students from all over the country that, that try to apply for our jobs and they all have outstanding resumes, great GPAs, but what stand out uh, what stands out are the ones that have have gone a little bit above and beyond. They've written for their school newspaper or their community newspaper or their volunteer, and so they have writing actual writing samples. So I would tell anybody who kind of wants to get started: one, reach out to all the teams. Some teams they say, "Oh, I don't want to leave Los Angeles." Well, now if you don't want to leave Los Angeles, you only have a couple of options. But try to reach out to all the teams. Try to get any opportunities that you can. But uh, try to have some samples of, of your work and some things that you've done, and I, I think that'll go a long way. So is it a little bit about who you know as well? I, I think it's just like anything, it's about who you know. I think uh, any type of any type of, uh, uh, any type of thing that you try to do, some people are going to help you along the way. But at the same time, I think you want to cast a wide net. Uh, I know when I was trying to get in, in, in the business, I, I would emailed and, and wrote we weren't really emailing back then but you were writing letters to all the teams NBA NHL 
uh, NFL, anybody, just trying to get your foot in the door. And then, and you know, once you do that, then you kind of kind of find your way. But the hardest part is just trying to get your foot in the door. So sure. who helped you get to where you are now? Oh, okay. And so it's, it's funny. It's, this is a great story. So um, I was, I, like I said, I went to school at Tennessee State University for undergraduate. And I went to graduate school at Middle Tennessee State. So after graduate school, I worked at the public relations office at Tennessee State. Um, at that time, I, I called myself, I wanted to be a speech writer. So I was doing a little of that, and I was doing a little public information for, for the university. So um, at that time, the Houston Oilers had just moved to Tennessee. They were the Titans. And Tennessee State, we played our home games where the Titans played. Oh, okay. And so that was that was great for our students. And so, But I worked closely with their PR department just for you know our games. They had training camp on our campus, and so we knew all of that. So the guy who was the director of uh, communication, his name is Tony Wiley. Uh, he was the director of communications for the Titans. He became the vice president of communications for the Houston Texans. And this is before they even started playing football. So their first season playing football is 2002. This was in 2001. And so we got that job. And so I knew him. I said, hey, Tony, listen, I would love to work in the NFL. He said, oh, great. He said, what I have for you, he said, we have an internship job open if you're interested. I said, wait, Tony, hold up. I have a master's degree. I've worked in, <laughs> I worked in PR for five years, man. What do you mean, uh, an intern? You don't have a full-time job? He said, listen, he said, everybody who has started out in PR and the NFL has started out as an intern. He said, the job is yours if you want it. If you don't want it, I totally understand. And so my thinking at that time was um, the job I had at Tennessee State, I could get another job like that. But you don't get too many opportunities to work in the National Football League. So I sold my furniture, sold everything. My parents were upset. and I Man, moved. what a sacrifice yeah, you made. Yeah. <laughs> and I moved to Houston. I was an intern for a year there. And then after that, I got a chance to interview for a full-time job with the Seahawks and moved to Seattle and was there for a couple of years and then came to the Rams. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, so you bounced around. So yeah. you, you you took some chances. Yeah, what you, you gotta did. take some chances. And yeah. that's what I often tell students as well. Now, you know, while you're young and you don't have that many responsibilities where you don't have children or you're not married and you don't have a family that you have to worry about, these are the times that you kinda take these chances. And if you, if you if you come out here and say if you're from Los Angeles, you have an opportunity in New York and you go and you don't like it, guess what? You can always come back home. <laughs> but you, you, you'll kick yourself if you think five years down the line, hey, what would happen if I did if I didn't try that opportunity? You know, that's the thing. Yeah, it's the one thing you'd never want to you know say, what would have been Absolutely. had I done that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I know. We're we're getting low on time here, but you know, I'm so so grateful that you were able to make it on the show. No, I but appreciate you guys having me. No, thank you. Yeah. I know like I said, Matt, he's run to all over the place. He's got so much <laughs> going on. I'm sure you're busy throughout the day, but you're out here now. You live here in California. You're here to stay. I know you probably have family. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I have a wife, I have I have two kids. I have a thirteen year old son, a seven year old daughter. Um Neither one of them had ever seen a beach before. Really? So they got <laughs> oh, they're, they're loving oh, this. They got oh, I can't believe this is the ocean. It was, it was, they, they've had a good time. So, yeah, so we're living up in Thousand Oaks just because we're close to our Calhoun. Right, right. But um, for training camp, I'm here right here in Campus Village uh, living uh, with the team. Uh, we'll be here until the 17th. Yeah, so it's probably a little bit of a bummer being away from the family, but at the same time, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know, it brings back the old college days. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and they'll, they'll make their way down here to kind of catch a couple of practices and that type of thing. But, you know, uh, this is kind of similar because what we're experiencing right now is what you experienced when you were at Tennessee State when the uh, Tennessee Titans came up and yeah. they were playing. Yeah, know, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's, it's always exciting to have a team on your campus. Uh, like I said, we, we, we're we're always glad when people come out come check us out uh tomorrow wednesday we we practice against the chargers here 
Yeah, that should be good. So that should be great. So, so anybody who wants to come out, check that out. It's free of charge, and it'll be a good time. Absolutely. <laughs> I urge you to come out. You know, there's some great competition, and you really get to – you know, what the, the cool thing about this whole experience is, is the coming together of the team. Yeah. You know, you watch the certain drills. You start to see improvement, whereas, you know, on Monday I saw, you know, Jared Goff look a little shaky, but then by, like, Wednesday he was ran the two-minute drill and, and scored yeah. a touchdown. Yeah. yeah, and that's one thing. And we were talking about the culture that Coach McVay sets. He, he, he talks about daily improvement. You know, we want to get better each day. And I think that's what we've seen uh, from OTAs up in a, up in a Cal Lutheran to now training camp. You just see our offense, defense, and, and both sides of the ball just kind of getting better, a little bit better each day. And that's what you want to, that's what you want to try to do. Yeah, because the small improvements over time build up to a bigger absolutely, one. Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. So hopefully, you know, once, once we get, get here playing the Colts, that's our first regular season game. We'll be right where we need to be. Well, the one game I got circled is the game two. Guess who's coming to town, oh, yeah. Matt? Yeah. He knows. <laughs> yeah, the Washington Redskins. Redskins. That's going to yeah. be a good one. Yeah, Coach McVay's old team. And so yeah. I bet you Coach McVay would really want to win that one. I bet you oh, they absolutely. really want to win that one as well, too. So it's going to be exciting. I know it's one game at a time. they got to focus on you know just getting this team together, who the starters are going to be. Right. But that's going to be an exciting game to yeah. watch. Yeah. Trust me. you got the luck of the anteater here. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, this it's going to be a really good season. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I like the energy. I like the way things are going right now. But like you said, there's so many variables. There's so many things that can happen. But you know, knock on wood. Yeah. Let's, let's let this be a great season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're looking and a building to block it. to build on. Absolutely, we're looking forward to it. Well, thanks again, artists, for for joining us on the program here. Stay tuned for Claudia Shambal to ask a leader because she has a great show for you. But until then, all sports matters. Same thing as always. I love you, grandmas. Okay. <laughs>